So what's going on? This is Quincy Valentine and welcome to the Valentine Experience. I'm not going to give you that whole breakdown. I truly appreciate you guys coming back for installment 18 because for the ones that's come back, I do appreciate you. For the ones that dropped off, I appreciate you too. Um, regardless of the fact, still here, still creating content. Um, I'm in a state of bliss. Feel very jovial. Life is moving forward um, in the manner in which it should. But always had on what ifs. Always think about if I made this decision, would my life be this way? So this episode right here is going to be right thing, wrong time. So I'm sitting here and pondering to myself. It's been an awesome couple of weeks. It's been a decent few months. It's been an okay year for me. And I always think about right opportunity, wrong time. Um, not a very, uh, very uh, religious person at all. Um, I believe that whatever you put out in the universe is what you get back. And I'm a true believer that the creator, whomever she may be, um, she never puts us in a place where we can't handle it or that it is not just or it's not something that was either given to us as a reward or a punishment. With that being said, I mean, I've had great opportunities. I just feel like uh, mentally I wasn't there to to receive it. Um, So that's like, I was just kind of like thinking about it and I was kind of shooting the shit. And for the younger part of my life, I always wanted to be an entertainer. Um, for a good part, uh, I wanted to be a singer. Anybody that will tell you that has ever met me, I am a low-key R&B nigga uh, with no voice. So for me, um, I got the full vibe, the energy. I just can't sing a lick. Um, Trey Songs is probably my... Uh, I always tell people Trey Songs makes a song for everything. So for me, like he speaks from my perspective in all aspects. I'll get to that a little later. But anyway, um, it's crazy because I went from I wanted to be a singer to I wanted to be a dancer. And I took dance classes took ballet like I really wanted to do this for the rest of my life I know that I knew in my mind that this is all I wanted to do and that's what I shifted all of my focus to until I got into my my late to early 20s and then opened a dance studio now opening a dance studio is still a dream of mine among other things I want to be able to give back to the community that uh help raise me into the man that I am now I always thought that that was going to be it. And somehow, some way, I had two hyperextended knees, level three fracture on my left ankle, a shattered wrist, and shattered elbow. And I couldn't, I couldn't for the life of me understand why this was my dream. This was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I keep putting emphasis on what I wanted versus 
what was being given to me. Um, right time, uh, right thing, wrong time. And it was just taken from me. I got extremely depressed. Uh, and I just ate myself. Like, literally sat on the couch. I was living with a roommate at the time. And I just used to just eat and eat. And I blew up. Um, never was the same after that. I did, I felt like I had no sense of purpose in this world. And I just didn't want to do this shit no more. Like... It was it was no longer fun to me. Like entertaining people was my life. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna relocate. Move down south. Move to the south. Right opportunity, wrong time. I was given opportunity to be a uh, a choreographer or a dance instructor. At a uh, local, at a local dance studio, um, teaching uh, fundamentals of uh, boogaloo, or well popping, and uh, locking, and it's crazy. Like I, I wanted to do this. I wanted to, but my schedule's conflicted with work, and I just didn't have the time. Or, like, when I did have the time, my body wouldn't react the way I needed it to. So, blow an opportunity. So, I'm like, fuck it. Like, North Carolina's not giving me shit. Let me drive it out into Atlanta. So, I get down to Atlanta. Haven't danced in years. I'm like, fuck it. Ain't nobody can fuck with me. I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to get it in. Little do I know them little niggas down there gets it in. I get into a battle, I pay for I pay for the ciphers, 25 bucks. And I will never forget that feeling of anxiety. I get in the circle. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've been working on this shit. I ain't even gotta practice. Right? Remember, talent, talent, talent doesn't work unless you work. And the person that is consistently working on their craft all the time is gonna beat talent no matter what. Get in that little circle. I'm with my boy at the time. He like, yo, bro, you got this. You know exactly what to do, Q. I, I, I. So I get in that circle. I lie to you not. I'm in there for 10 seconds. My body locks up. I'm like, fuck. Then I look across from me. This little nigga, he had to be at least 20. Boy. I ain't never felt so embarrassed in my life. And I've been in so many battles in my life. And it's crazy. Dude just smoked me. Like. And I'm sitting here at the age. Shit. I had to be 26-ish. And I'm like, yeah, dancing is a dub for dancing. It's over. I ain't, I ain't never stepping in the circle again. I ain't never doing no type of dances. It's over for me. And I never look. I like. As me and my boy walking out, I look. He gave me that look in my face, and I'm like, "Damn, bro!" And he's like, "Yo, I ain't." He's like, "Nigga, I've been around you since we was little." He said, "I ain't never seen nobody smoke you in a battle, not like that. Like I've seen you lose close battles, but not nothing like nigga just came in and smoke you." And I, was, I thought that was my calling. I thought that was going that was going to be the the end. So. 
in my head, I'm like, fuck it. You know what? I ain't shit else to do. Be a regular nigga. So I'm like, I'm already down here. You know what I'm saying? I'm vibing with somebody. We end up getting the situation. Blah, blah, blah. I'm saying have a kid. Now I'm like, all right, cool. Five minutes into that situation, I realized I ain't want that shit. I was like, nah, I'm good on this. I'm so good on this. Mentally, I wasn't there to be there. I just kind of wanted the love and conditioning of having a kid. Once I realized the time was up, I was like, man, listen, it was the, uh, it was a perfect situation, but it wasn't. The only thing perfect about it is the kid, obviously. Um, well, not obviously, but yeah, per- the best thing that came from it was my kid. But um, spent so much time looking and searching for that fulfillment that. The dancing left the void. So he's spending like that energy and all that. So I go from here to there trying to find something where I can kind of just like kind of latch on to the way I did with dancing. Um, picked up a pick up a set of skills that I didn't necessarily have prior to um, ended up in school for IT. Didn't necessarily like it. I was just like, yeah. Um. Then I'm like, you know what? Working for people, it's kind of like the creator was pushing me in a specific direction to create my own content, to create my opportunities, to put myself in the best position that I can be successful in. I didn't get that part. That was the whole thing. When you hear your calling or you feel as though you're not ready that's not for you to decide. That's ultimately up to the creator. However she sees fit or what she deems or put on your life, that is not for you to question. That is for you to embrace. You can miss the train waiting on the bus. Don't let that go over your head. you at the wrong station. It's for you that's listening that feels like you can't get your life together. Or you feel like whatever you do is not enough. Or you feel like you've hit the apex in your life where you can't seem to get past go. That's for you. You have to look at all aspects. You have to, you know, make sure you're having that conversation with the creator. Making sure that you're being extremely transparent on what you what you deem to be best for your life and see if it aligns with what she has in store for you. My biggest issue was that I felt like my life was my own. A lot of people feel like their life is their own. But you got to understand that this shit is rented. This time is paid for, right? All this is is it's temporary. The job you have, the relationships you have, right? The energy that you have, the energy that that radiates and gives off energy and continues to grow. That's the energy that you want to utilize to get to that next step. Um, whether that be physically or mentally. My growth didn't come without sacrifice. Uh I speak from experiencing how my life has panned out at the age of 34 and a half. 
I wish I could have done things differently. But then again, I wouldn't be the person I am. I wouldn't have the relationships that I have. I wouldn't be able to flourish in a safe space where I feel like I am the unadulterated version of Quincy. Each and every episode, I want you to hear my growth. I want you to hear my pain, the things that I agonize with, the things that you may relate to, that you may want to have a conversation about. It's crazy, like, you you think about all the things that you're supposed to be doing with your life and how far you're supposed to be in your life, and it never fucking dawns on you that you're right where you're supposed to be. In that moment, in that space, in that thought, you're right where you need to be to be the best version of yourself. Each and every day we wake up and we make the choice to either continue to to go down a, a place of destruction or we choose to be the better version of us. For a very long time, I chose to be the worst version of myself. I beat myself up a lot about it. It's crazy because with a clear mind and a sound thought process, I look back at that person and go, damn, nigga, you really made those type of decisions? You really did that? You risked your life for that? Yo, you you could have put yourself in a place where your kid would never see you until she's like in her teenage years. Like, boy, what's wrong with you? Like, I, I think about that and I'm like, damn. I'm able to be a pop. Like, I'm daddy dearest. That's dope to me. You know what I'm saying? You are where you're supposed to be in life. Sometimes the decisions that we make in life hurts so emotionally that it causes physical pain sometimes we gotta let that shit go for a second just so you can get a piece of yourself back once you get that piece and you able to harness that piece and be able to utilize that energy boy you gonna be something else you gonna be something else It's crazy that in my age, and I'm old as fuck, but at my older age, understanding that consistency beats anything. If you're extremely consistent at what the fuck you do, if you are a bank robber, be the best bank robber, practice, tactics, or whatever you need to do to become or to eclipse what the former best bank robber did. If you are going to be a podcaster, Listen to a lot of podcasts. Have those 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 uh, conversations in the mirror with yourself. If you are going to be a dancer, I've heard this years upon years, but you got to stretch. Got to stretch. At my older age, I hate stretching. I I I despise it. I used to hate it, but. Uh, put a little uh, Patron in my system. Maybe uh. Some uh, crown, I stretch a little bit. You might get a pirouette out of me. Who knows? Um, but it's just really just homing in on where you're at in life. 
And I always used to say, celebrate the little wins, right? Those little wins that are, that you kind of don't look at. But in the grand scheme of things, it's awesome. I'm always, I think I'm always transplant, uh, transparent, especially with my life. So, recently, like, I, I took on another endeavor. I uh, do credit repair. So, my credit was shot. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep it a buck. My shit was in the mid, yeah, the mid um, 400s, mid 400s. For between mid 400s and 480 really really bad right there was an episode where i alluded to my mother having all the resources but not knowing how to articulate exactly how to utilize them to become or how to utilize them to be better it's crazy because like now i'm like you know what i have all this information in my mental rolodex like how do I become better, right? So I do my research. I buy into like one of these little small companies, pay like a $300 fee to to do the whole credit repair thing and all this other shit, right? As I'm doing it, I'm like, this is information I've already had. I've had this information for X amount of years and I've had this information for X amount of years. But the one missing piece that I needed to know in order to move forward and and fix my credit was right in front of me and now i just paid 300 dollars and i invested in it and not only that now i could teach people about financial literacy goes back to saying you are where you need to be at to utilize your talents to be the best version of yourself so now i'm like fuck let me do this let me let me work on myself we go 65 days. My credit score shoots up roughly 230 points. So now I'm in a high sixes, about 690. So if my life didn't pan out the way it needed to, then I wouldn't be where I need to be at now in order to utilize the information that was given to me as an adolescent. Now, I can go and apply for a credit card and get approved. It's about the little wins. See, I'm not afraid to be honest about my life, understanding that we're not perfect in the eyes of the creator. You are where you need to be at. For the person that's listening that call, for the person that has their headphones in front of their laptop, for the person that just happens to stumble across this podcast, you're exactly where you need to be at in life. Don't doubt yourself. Push yourself towards greatness. Um, don't let society dictate to you what exactly um, success is. You set the groundwork. You set the you set the gold standard for where you need to be in life. Um, I wasn't learned. Well, I wasn't taught how to quote unquote be a man right 
And a lot of people are like, well, I didn't, I, I wasn't taught how to be a man, so I, I, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to handle my responsibilities. Everything's taught at the house, right? You have you, you have the paradigm. You have the mother's child and the father. Father's absentee. Father can't teach the boy to be a man. Remember, you are where you need to be at. It's crazy because, like, I had my uncles. Then my father probably seen him. Shit, I'm 34. Last time I seen him when I was 19. It, time before that i was 10 so that man's a stranger to me so i had a father by committee what that means is that everybody took turns trying to be a father to me even if they weren't of male species so what does that create it creates a, a overly emotional man that is in tune with his feminality so I paint my nails, but I'm still extremely masculine, right? I'm in tune with all the emotions that it is to, or women deal with, but I'm still disconnected from that that masculine feel. So all these behaviors create Quincy. I don't subscribe to this ideology of the male is superior. I am a strong believer that the woman is by far the more superior. They are smarter. They are more educated. And they seem to get shit right on the first go around. I, I, I don't know. They just seem to get it together. Men take a little bit more time to come around the sun. Um... It's crazy that at 34 versus 27, seven years, seven years, it don't, it, it's not that long. But in them seven years, I've had it all. I've lost it all. I had a kid. Now I'm officially a creator, but now I'm in a uh for the first time in, I could say, 12 years, I'm in a healthy space mentally to be able to take on the things that I, I was un, unable to do before. You are where you need to be at in life. Although the decisions you feel that you make sometimes are sacrificial and they they don't align with your with your overall plans, there is a detour that you got to take. There's a lesson that needs to be learned in that detour before you can reach that next stage. It's your hidden treasure. It is that thing that is going to push you forward. It's it's maybe that missing link to your life that will push you or, or put that put things in that the trajectory you needed to go. You might be at a 45 degree angle and you need to be at a 90. So understand that there are no mistakes that the universe puts in your path. Understand that you're right where you need to be. And it's okay to be selfish for the greater good. Self-preservation is first. And I'm Quincy Valentine. And as always, I'm out.
You guys are awesome. Peace. Black male D. I don't know. I guess I am going to say that I'm a thug. That's because I came from the gutter and I'm still here.